Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. So, David Bellavia, what is the most asked question you're getting of late? Have you decided one way or the other on whether politics will be in your future? Short answer, yes and no. There are too many people that died. There are too many folks that mean more to me than to to exploit the award. I'm not at that place yet. And now a Draft David movement is launched. I've run uh, Draft. Uh, movements in the past to bring uh, candidates into the race. Uh, It's not really appropriate to work hand-in-hand with the candidate, and we're not doing so now. You know, I'm I'm property of the U.S. Army. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. It's no secret David Bellavia, Medal of Honor recipient, is on a whirlwind tour following his military honor. He's been to the White House, New York Stock Exchange, the NFL, numerous national broadcasts, and on the pitcher's mound for the New York Mets. And that's not all of it. But what gets complicated is when you start to talk politics, specifically whether or not he'll get involved. His broadcast partner here on WBEN, Tom Bowerly, well, he wants to know. Have you decided one way or the other on whether politics will be in your future? Short answer is yes, he has. And it's no. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, again, I just, I have so much reverence for this award. I, I you know, for the longest time, we, we do this show, we stir the pot, we, you know, sometimes antagonize and sometimes poke people we disagree with. And I just, I, I don't ever want anyone to say that this award is being used for anything other than, you know, promoting what I think is the most important thing for the future of this republic, which is getting young people to make the decision that myself and all of my friends made, and it made our lives better. And that was serving our country in uniform. I want, you know, if anything could come out of this, I really want as many people in Western New York to look at the Army, you know, all the branches of service, of course, But my army, you know, gave me purpose and direction. It is an incredible institution. It's made by, you know, made up of patriots that all come from different backgrounds. And you're a part of something that is is truly going to change your life forever. We're, We're more successful because of our time in the military. And, you know, whatever is in the future, I want to serve my country. And look, I ran for Congress, Tom. And I lost. And, yeah, people forget. And the people are never wrong. And, look, I mean, I don't know what this stuff happened in 2004. I ran in 2012 in a primary. You know, everyone said you need to keep reminding people about Fallujah. Well, no, you're running for Congress. You need to talk about your vision and your ideas. The only difference between today and 2012 is I'd be using an award to say, hey, look at me. This is something. And I just don't. There's two. 
there are too many people that died. There are too many folks that mean more to me than to, to exploit the award. I'm not at that place yet. So would you rule it out totally for the future, or for the future, would you keep your options open? I'm, I'm not ruling anything out. If I feel compelled to serve, you know, I might, if I feel compelled to serve in uniform, I'll, I'll get back in shape and grab a rifle and go back, you know. If, if I'm compelled to run for office, uh, you know, I might do that too. But at, at this point... You know, I'm I'm property of the U.S. Army, and my job is to get out there and share that story and get as many people from all backgrounds to make a decision to put their country before themselves and uh, get that next generation ready for the fight. Because I'm telling you, the fight is out there. What would make you happiest? To go back in the military. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I would love to be a squad leader. guy. I'd love to be a squad. I'd love to be with those guys. You know, Knapp and Fitz and Menno and Walter and, you know, I, I just look at them and, I'm, you know, some of them are still in really good shape. <laughs> they're smarter. They're wiser. Uh, man, I miss those days so much. I miss those guys so much. And I just am so proud of what we were able to do. And, and uh, you know, war is horrible. Combat is, is horrible. But those experiences uh, with those guys are some of the best experiences of my life. But now a new wrinkle, a website launched to draft David, not for the military, but for candidacy for NY27. Oh, no, David, uh, and I hadn't even talked about it, uh, except for on the weekend, I warned him that it was coming. David's response was, okay. Political strategist and WBEN contributor Michael Caputo is behind it all. I've run uh, draft uh, movements in the past that bring... Uh, candidates into the race. Uh, it's not really appropriate to work hand-in-hand hand with the candidate, and we're not doing so now. So when this site launches just a little over an hour from now, what can people expect? Is this a, a fundraising site? Is this something else? No, uh, draftbellavia.com, which will launch uh, uh, shortly, uh, is uh, an, a website that's designed to gather uh, names and, and uh, of supporters in New York 27. Uh, when people visit the site in, in about an hour, uh, they'll see that there is a chairman selected for every single one of the eight counties in the district. Not just anybody, people who actually are working within the Republican committees, uh, elected officials, former elected officials, former chairman of counties, all people who are deeply interested in David serving as congressman from New York 27. They each have a job. Uh, they're responsible for, for uh, assembling uh, a team of support in each one of the counties, and we'll be more moving forward, gathering data and putting together support. We are not raising money; uh, that's not the purpose of this committee. Uh, but uh, uh, we're gonna, we may have to do that in the future, but I don't think so. Michael David has said, as long as he's with the army, he's not a candidate for anything. Right, and uh, you know, really, anyone who's deciding whether or not to get into this race has several months to do so. Uh, there are some who have declared their candidacy already, like Chris Jacobs, and uh, and others who are traveling the district, like Rob Ort and, and Stefan Mahailu, uh, still testing the waters. You know, David is busy right now. The one thing that the Medal of Honor has truly done for David is it's made him incredibly busy. Too busy to think about running for Congress and doing the things that are necessary to prepare for a run if he wants to do so. That's the purpose of this committee. So if David Bellavia decides in the future, uh, whether it be weeks or months from now, that he wants to run, he will have a complete and uh, organized campaign group, and we'll just hand him the keys. 
You're an expert in this kind of stuff. What's a realistic timeline? When would that decision have to be made? Well, I, you know, I've talked to all the county chairmen in the district, uh, save one. And, uh, uh, you know, if people are talking, saying that basically you have to declare around the first of the year. But truly, if you want to get into this thing and you want to run a good race, you have to think about declaring soon. Uh, a lot of folks are saying that uh, uh, October is a time frame that people have to look at. But, you know, since we don't know what Congressman Collins is going to do and we, we don't know uh, when he'll make that decision, a lot of folks are keeping their powder dry until the holidays. Does the Medal of Honor elevate his possible candidacy? Well, it's an interesting question, and one I think that's very complicated. Uh, those, you know, there are veterans like myself who find the Medal of Honor something that uh, is just yet another qualification for David Bellavia to run for public office. But David himself uh, looks at the Medal of Honor as something that might even disqualify him from running. He doesn't believe that. I'm sorry. He believes that it's quite possible that politics can tarnish the medal. And uh, it's our job as supporters of his to try to convince him uh, that he would be able to serve with honor and to honor uh, the, the, you know, his own service and the service of his men in Fallujah and all the men and women that he's defending today and uh, as well while he's in the United States Congress. Put yourself in his shoes. Would you want to run for office, uh, given the opportunity that would present, uh, you know, out there to a gold medal, or excuse me, a medal of honor recipient? Um, all the opportunities that are coming David's way, is this the one you would choose? It would be a sacrifice for David. There's no question. I mean, if you look at the history of the Medal of Honor, uh, Teddy Roosevelt took it all the way to the White House. Um, Audie Murphy took it all the way to Hollywood. And I, I'm quite certain David will determine his own path uh, now that he's received the honor. But I, I can also tell you this. Uh, I, I've been, you know, watching things very closely, like many people have for the last couple of years since the president was elected. And I, I, I think we are in, in a, a great need, a dire need for heroes in the United States right now. And I look around and I don't see that many. I think... Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a great thing that right here in our community we have a bona fide hero, and I'm going to spend all my time trying to convince David to run. I got to tell you this though, I think he has better opportunities, bigger opportunities, and if he does run for Congress in New York 27, he'll be making yet another sacrifice uh, uh, for this country. Michael, do you have a goal in mind? Number of supporters that you want to see. I do. I'm trying to put together a database of about 10,000 supporters. I think that's very doable. I'm also personally um, uh, identifying 100 uh, uh, high-dollar donors uh, that will be willing to donate and, and basically putting systems together so that if David declares we can flip a switch, all those donations will come in, all of the supporters will line up, and he'll have the most formidable campaign uh, for Congress in New York 27. Are you expecting a big uh, response right off the bat in an hour or so? I think we're going to have a big response. But, you know, this is a data game. And if you know politics, you know that it's a grind. It's every day gaining more and more numbers, every day gaining more and more names. And it's about getting people to share, uh, you know, the news on their social media platforms. We're asking people to visit uh, draftbellavia.com after the 8 o'clock hour and sign up. And you'll be able to hear from us on a regular basis how we're putting this all together for David.
Given how this race is shaping up, where you know the big question mark is Chris Collins and what's going to happen there, but at the very least there will be a primary. Um, if Chris Collins decides not to run um, and somebody else uh, from the Republican Party ends up taking that seat, do you still see a door open for David? Um, you know, in the past we saw there were no challengers to Chris Collins, even though you know that there's people who wanted to run for Congress and would love to be in that seat. Uh, would you, you know, say this is the time if David is going to run, this is the year it has to happen? Well, I, I, what I believe strongly, and many people do who live here in New York 27, is that we cannot have. Uh, uh, a representative of our district who does not support the president 100%. Now, we have had a congressman in place for two years who has been one of the strongest supporters of the president in the entire nation. And our our, our district deserves, you know, we're the, the, the most pro-Trump congressional district in the Northeast. We deserve to have a congressman that supports him. Now, as far as I'm concerned, if uh, Chris Collins gets out, the field is going to be pretty crowded, probably five or six candidates. But if David Bellavia gets in, my advice would be for all the other candidates to drop out and support him because there's, there's, there's no way to beat him uh, if David Bellavia gets in. It will be a hard race if someone does run. But here's the fact, and, and, uh, and the one thing that people need to think of. After the census, the New York State uh, officials in Albany are going to be redistricting all of our congressional districts in the entire state of New York. The word is that they're going to eliminate or drastically change New York 27 because we've lost so much population in the state. And the only way, I believe, to protect New York 27 and to preserve our, our conservative values uh, and representation in Congress is to put Dave, David Bellavia, a Medal of Honor winner, in that seat, because if the, uh, the the tacticians in Albany decide they're going to eliminate the district of, uh, of a Medal of Honor winner, I think they're going to be hard-pressed to do it. So right now, the only draft David Bellavia is talking about is for the U.S. Army. Of course, time can change a lot, and only time will tell. That's 9.30 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.